This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Yo, what is up, Raider Nation? That's what I'm talking about. These are the kind of episodes that I enjoy doing right here after a big win, a big stressful win. That is like, I mean, that defined the best moments as a Raider fan right there in recent years. I mean, I mean, look at it. The last 15 years, these are the kind of games that we enjoy the most. These are our little mini Super Bowls where we can go on this long, I mean, the way I'm looking at it here, I, I'm really jealous of anybody that went to the game today because I wasn't there. But we go on this long road stretch. I mean, we're gone almost two months. We're we're basically given a second home opener. So we go there against Detroit, against a quarterback that is a borderline MVP candidate. The only reason he isn't is because of his record and because of the way the rest of his team is playing. And we go in there, we go into Oakland, fired up, ready to get back to it. We're three and four. I mean, it's like we're in there with a winning record. We're three and four. We need this win to st- stay alive, forward to get to four and four, and we pull it off. I mean, it's and it's exciting because it's. I don't want to say, I'll call it maybe a little blessing in disguise. I love just being on the edge of my seat the whole time. I know a lot of us want to say like, oh, why can't they just get ahead uh, and stay ahead and win the game? No stress. Yeah, but would that be as fun as what happened today? If we got out there with a two touchdown lead and we just kind of coasted to the to the final whistle, would that be as fun? No. Would it be a lot less stress and you know easier to say and easier to do? Yeah, but... Man, that was exciting. That is the way to end a game right there. Derek Carr getting his 18th game-winning drive uh, to win the game. So that puts him now as the Raiders' all-time leader. He was tied uh, previously with Ken Stabler. Um, He had just said it in one of these other games that we won. Was it Chicago was 17? And then 18 would be this game. So, yeah, he's uh, now the all-time Raiders Game-winning drive leader. That's big time for number four. As you can tell, this entire offense right now is clicking. I mean, if you were to look at the just the last couple weeks at what this offense is doing, I mean, Derek Carr in this passing game and Josh Jacobs in this run game, our offensive line, this, man, dude, this team is fired up. And shout out to the defense today for showing up when it mattered most. Yeah, I will say... There was definitely some weaknesses to the defense today, but there was also some bad spots even to the offense towards the end of the game. So 
Uh, yeah, let's, you know, real quick, let's, let's jump into it. Let's get into this little quick game breakdown. So early in the game, Lions get the ball and they fumble the ball. No, nothing that we did. It wasn't a forced fumble. Uh, it was just a little handoff. We've seen a couple of those already this year from our team, but we were on the winning side of this. We get the ball back. Uh, it was Mo Hurst, I think, that came up with a fumble recovery. That set the initial tone, I think, for the run game of the Detroit Lions. I'm not sure they really trusted the running back a whole lot after that. Um, and Josh Jacobs, man, I mean, we pretty much slapped Detroit in the face right off the bat. Uh, they fumble a run. We get the ball. We give it to Josh Jacobs, and he just starts tearing up that defense. Of course, he's still, I think, dealing with a little bit of a sh- uh, sore shoulder. That's why you guys saw him getting pulled out later in the game. Uh, but when he was in there and feeling good, obviously he was running great. Uh, so that was a good sign. Number 28 has not lost a step. Whenever he's around and can make some stuff happen, uh, that's it's, it's big time. And I love seeing number 28 every time he gets the ball. Uh, it's one of those players, one of those running backs. I mean, we've only had two of them now, I think, in the last decade, really. Uh, him and Marshawn Lynch, they were just so exciting when they got the ball. Don't get me wrong. We've had some good running backs. But then there's those running backs that just do things that just make you just wow. Like, how did he get out of that? You see him shifting. You see him uh, working off his blocks. It's almost like these guys are setting screens for him, and he's and he's working around him so smooth, so patient when he needs to be. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been absolutely killing it, man. But at the beginning of the game also now for our offense, what was really struggling for us was some of the bad snaps. Overall, I think Andre James had a good game uh, when it came to the blocking. But when it came to, for some reason, snapping it and shotgun, I probably caught four or five of them in probably just off the top of my head where the ball came to him at or came to Derek at his feet. And you guys remember that one play? It was a third down in the red zone uh, and the sucker got launched by his foot uh, sideways. Of course, if it would hit his leg, it could at least save it a little bit. Uh, but that thing went behind him probably a good 10 yards, 15 yards. Derek was able to, I mean, they had, he had some defenders right on his heels. And he, he was able to make a good clutch play of scooping it up, rolling out, dodging the defender, um, and making a throw uh, out of bounds to be able to save for a field goal. Because had he got sacked back there, he probably would have pushed us out of field goal range. Uh, so big athletic move by DC at the beginning of the game. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot going on at the beginning in the, in the past game. Um, he was kind of playing just more of a, a game manager role at the beginning to, you know, kind of get momentum rolling. But that play right there was huge clutch. I mean, that doesn't show up on the stat sheet, of course, kind of, I guess hurts him, but that's why you got to watch games and not just go off their stat sheets. And that's why you see me. I don't read stats off too often unless it's some sort of like record breaking something or monster number, something that stands out, pops out. Um, but I just like to go off the eye test and what they're doing. And Derek Carr at the beginning of the game, even though he wasn't blowing up the stat sheet. He was definitely doing great things for his team, uh, not hurting him whatsoever, and I don't think he hurt him the whole game. So, yeah, that was big time. And I'll say the game was pretty level. Uh, the defense was kind of getting worked on a little bit, but my guy, Daryl Worley, CB1, number 20, comes up with the interception of the year in the end zone. Not even just, I mean, the dude was getting, I mean, he was put in a headlock, basically, running down the sidelines reaches out with his left hand stretched across the wide receiver that he was covering reels in a one-handed interception i mean dude the thing was beautiful you guys saw the play i don't gotta sit here and explain it to you but it was beautiful 
Absolutely beautiful. I cannot get over that play. That was the play, I think, so far almost of the year. For sure of the year for the defense. Uh, so that was exciting, man. Shout out Daryl Worley. He's been a little up and down the last couple weeks, but he's played great overall. And coming up with an interception like that can be huge for our defense. You guys noticed the momentum shift that our defense had after that play. Yeah, they still struggled at times. But for the most part, I mean, they were a lot more confident. I think a little had a little bit more swagger after a play like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about, you know, defining games, defining moments, those those little just defining plays. That's what that's how you win football games. And it's stuff like that. That's a big contributor to why the Raiders won today. Um, not just because of the points, but just because of the momentum shift and the mentality shift that all the players had after that. So if we can come up with stuff like that more often, the Raiders defense would be in great shape. And now I don't want to talk about the game a whole lot more because there's one other little segment I want to squeeze in here before our commercial break. Uh, But I will say that in the second half, we did find ourselves in a spot to where we had a little bit of a lead. We had a little bit of a cushion. Um, Our defense actually made a couple big stops. Uh, I think they forced the Lions to like two, three and outs. And then it just so happened at the probably worst possible time, the Raiders often seem to hit a little bit of a sputter. Maybe they're going into a little bit of a conservative role, not trying to push the ball down the field, but they're trying to control the possession. Uh, That forced them to like two, three and outs. Now, giving the ball back to Matt Stafford and this Lions offense for a third time in a row, our defense was probably a little tired. I'm sure they made a couple of big plays. They're able to drive drive down on a pretty long drive um, or resulted in a pretty long touchdown throw. Now, as much as I want to blame the defense on that one, that is kind of the case. I mean, you can't you can't expect the the defense to stop them that many times. They did start to show up, so I will give the defense some credit. Um, but unfortunately, I would like to see a little bit more out of the the offense. I want to see them try and push the tempo a little bit more. And luckily, right after that, the offense was able to pick right back up where they left off. Uh, they they found that momentum again. They found that groove. They got back into it, and they played great. Uh, so that was great because now you look at that and you, you say, okay, now if the Raiders offense gets in a little bit of a rut, they're not just going to sink ship right there for, for the rest of the game. They're able to pull themselves back out of it, slap themselves in the face, get the ball back, drive the ball back down and make some plays. Um, and and the reason I don't want to talk about the game a whole lot more after this, uh, there's a lot of things that happen. There's a lot of things to talk about and you guys all watch the game. So real quick, I want to just kind of give a breakdown of what I'm seeing right now from some of the biggest impact players on offense and defense on both sides of the ball, and that's right now, midway through the season after eight games. First off, number four. Dude had a couple down games. I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed in a couple of the games that we had played, Um, and and I get it. I still think that a lot of it just kind of went off the supporting cast. It was everybody still trying to click, um, but there were still just some mistakes on his end that I knew that he didn't, you know, he, that's not him. He, he's he's capable of cleaning up the game and playing the football that he's been playing the last few weeks. Uh, so those little frustrations like that, I mean, have pretty much disappeared in the last three or four weeks now. Uh, most of it's come on the other side of the ball, but number four right now, I mean, if you if you subtracted those first, th- like, or those, for sure those two games in the middle of the season, if he's able to continue the rest of the, the season on this pace, I mean, you got to put him into some serious conversations. I mean, he's playing some good football. And you look at today, um, he's cleaned up his act in the pocket for sure. I think he's understanding the characteristics of his offensive line, what's going to happen, how they're going to crash, what direction the communication's better, where, so they understand where he's going to be going, so it's going to help him whenever he's scrambling around in the pocket. Everything, his mechanics, everything is looking smoother in the pocket, and he is just dropping 
dimes today. Like there's probably three throws that I'm like, wow. Mainly that Jalen Richard throw where Jalen Richard was maybe halfway through his route. He was still like hip to hip with the linebacker. Ball's in the air. You see Richard last minute break open. And there's the ball that right there, bam, drops right in his lap. It's absolutely nuts. Um, number four, I mean, like I said, there was a couple of games there where people would complain about it. And I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, okay. He, he could clean it up. But right now, there's no complaints at all. You, you guys really shouldn't have a word to say, uh, if I'm just being honest. Our quarterback right now is playing like he is going to be the Raiders quarterback for as long as he wants to be. So as of now... The smart choice, especially if you criticize him, the smart choice, get behind him because he's playing good. Support the dude. Help. I mean, let's get this train going, guys. Let's, I'm tired of fighting with each other about over this. Let's quit fighting about the quarterback, and let's find this time where he's playing good. Get behind it. I mean, the autumn wind's are blowing, man. The sails are up. Number four's driving this ship. Now let's get on this sucker, and let's ride this thing into hopefully a playoff run. So that's what it's all about for number four. And then number 28, man, I got nothing to say about number 28 other than if it wasn't for these few games that he's been banged up or sick, number 28, I mean, could be borderline best running back in the league. Right now, I think he's clear-cut offensive rookie of the year. Um, And in his near future, he could easily be offensive player of the year. I mean, he is a dang good running back, especially being stuck in an offense like this with an offensive line that is catering to his needs uh, perfectly. I mean, it looks like he was born to be in this offense. Number 28, no complaints, but there's no number 28 without a number 45 running in front of him. Um, you get in those short goal line situations. Stop looking for a second if you guys watch. Stop looking at number 28 whenever he gets the ball. I want you guys to first, whenever you watch the eye formation and you see the fullback, you see Alec Engle in there, I want you to watch number 45 during that play. I don't care he's not getting the ball. Watch him first. Shortly, you'll see number 28 coming right past him. But watch that guy because that's where the play happens. Everything else after 45. That's all number 28, but I want you to watch that first play because I guarantee you Alec Ingold is flying into a defender like a missile. Uh, so that's a amazing one-two punch, our undrafted rookie in our first-round pick. Uh, Raiders, obviously, for years to come. Abs- I love it. I absolutely love our run game right now. And that goes to show you our offensive line right now. Our offensive line, although they've been banged up, we've been missing Trent Brown, we've missed Gabe Jackson, we missed Richie Incognito for a couple weeks. Rodney Hudson's been out now uh, over a game and a half. Colton Miller's been the anchor over there at left tackle. He's played like every single snap, uh, unless I've missed one or something, but I don't think he's been banged up even a little bit, or if he is, it wasn't enough to miss a play. Uh, But even with all this rotating offensive line play, they are playing good. And shout out Tom Cable, man. I doubted you for a long time. I thought you were going to drive our offensive line into the ground, Uh, but you are doing a heck of a job, even with all the depth or with all the backups having to step into this game and that goes out now to last on our uh offensive side of the ball i'm going to group these together wide receivers and tight ends because i would say our tight ends right now are almost better than our wide receivers darren waller man absolute baller he's been a little quiet last couple games or should i say at least today uh but darren waller balling out foster moreau doing his job i mean just be ready when your name is called he's out there laying good blocks our 12 personnel setup has been amazing tyrell williams is happy to get him back um, I think he's trying to work back into a consistent role, earn that trust back. He's had some big drops. And shout out Hunter Renfro, man. Hunter Renfro stepping up. I thought last week after having some big plays, Hunter was going to be able to get out there, maybe get his name or his number called a little bit more, give him some more opportunities. And he showed up. You guys saw that game-winning touchdown catch right there. And that was, I mean, that's 
classic Hunter Renfro. That's what we need to expect as Raider fans uh, for years to come. He's not some, uh, like, this is your route, run it better than the other guy. No, he's going to have, like, option routes. He's going to have areas and pockets, if it's zone coverage, to sit in and look for areas and try and find space, especially whenever Derek's in trouble or on third down. And he did that. I mean, Carr was scrambling around. Uh, Renfro found that perfect lane to be able to run across. Caught that game winner. Bam. Two toes in. It was amazing. So, right now, offense is firing on all cylinders, man. And jumping over the defensive side of the ball, I'm not going to go as in-depth because mainly I'm going to see this whole group in the same sense. Pass rushers, they're young. I still want to see him step up. Max Crosby's been playing well. Benson Mayo has been playing well. Um, our interior defensive linemen, you look at like uh, P.J. Hall, you look at Maurice Hurst. Those are all guys I want to see step up. Jonathan Hankins, I want to see him step up. Uh, Arden Key actually showed up today. Cleveland Farrell was in there, even though he didn't register anything really big on the stat sheet. He got in the run game pretty good. He generated some good pressure. Um, he could have had a sack late in the game if it wasn't for a blatant missed offensive holding call so i mean defensive line as a whole still needs to step up big time and i still think we're missing a piece flat out we got a bunch of good players but we're just missing that one big impact player on the defensive line um our linebackers for the most part today weren't asked to do as much as last week and that was better for us um unfortunately i still saw glimpses of anthony or i'm sorry nicholas morrow i think of anthony morrow the basketball player i still saw uh one play of nicholas morrow running down the sideline i think with marvin jones jr marvin jones senior whatever his name is uh that's unacceptable so at some point we need to somehow figure that out the soft zone coverage ain't gonna work uh if you saw late in the game whenever we needed to stop uh, we went to like a press man or, you know, we, sometimes it was a soft, but it was mainly all man to man coverage on that final drive. So I don't know why we don't get more aggressive like that throughout the whole game. Not really sure what the issue is, but I will tell you one thing. I talked enough about Daryl Worley already he had a great game, but Trayvon Mullen, even though he didn't make like any like wowing, like no interceptions, nothing crazy. The dude was pretty crazy sticky in coverage. I only saw him give up, I think one pass today. Uh, and, and it was a pretty long route and it was coming off a lot of pass plays. So I'm sure he's a little bit gassed, but even early in the game, there was one that was negated by like a holding penalty or something on the defense. Uh, but he had a big pass breakup on third down. Trayvon Mullen is the real deal. Um, and I'd love to see Daryl Worley get locked up and see number 20 and number 27 opposite of each other for, I mean, the next four or five years or more. I mean, Daryl Worley's pretty young himself. I think he's only 24. So number 20 and number 27, I think we have a really good duo. LaMarcus Joyner showed up a few times, but he's still getting some of these bonehead penalties. Not really sure what that's about. And even like our safety group. Uh, between Joyner, Harris, and Carl Joseph, though, Harris, man, Harris freaking about <laughs> sent some dude, I mean, to injured reserve. Uh, and it was a good clean hit, man. Eric Harris is almost laying more big hits than anybody else on this roster, even more than Carl Joseph. It's kind of weird. We haven't seen a whole lot of Carl Joseph, of course, until that final game-winning pass breakup which was huge. I'm not going to take anything away from that, but you do not see number 42's name or 42's number <laughs> It's 42. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Yeah. I've done a lot of talking. It's been a long day, so I'm going to have a few slip ups here, but yeah, number 42 hasn't been called on or you haven't heard him <laughs> as much as you'd like to, but everyone back there still making some plays. It's just, I'm not really sure if Paul Gunther is getting as, as, as aggressive as he should. Maybe he's afraid of these young guys making some mistakes, but 
yeah, I mean, to summarize this thing up, I think the offense is firing on all cylinders. We have the talent we need. Um, we're probably one another big name wide receiver away from this offense being maybe possibly the best in the league. Um, but our defense, you know, it's just one of those things. I think it's just going to be on a week-to-week basis. Hopefully they show up. Hopefully they're aggressive. Hopefully Paul Gunther allows them to be uh, aggressive. But no complaints today, really, not. I mean, of course there were drives that were ugly, but at the same time, you know what? They showed up when they showed when they when we needed them to. They got stops when we needed them to. They got a couple turnovers. We needed that. I, I'm not going to complain at all about the defense whenever whenever a game like that happens. Even though you know the eye test could tell you a little bit sometimes. Otherwise, I will not complain. I mean, at the end of the day, helped us get the win. Um, held them under 30 points. They're a good offense. Um, if we could hold them under 30 points, great. Uh, so yeah, that's the end of my game wrap up, and that's the end of my, I guess, player review. So, uh, yeah, man, freaking pumped. So yeah, um, we're gonna take this quick break provided by Blue Wire, and when we come back, I'm gonna be joined by my buddy, finally, Kenny King Jr. We're gonna take some of these phone calls, maybe go over the game a little bit more, see what is going on over there, um, and plan for our Thursday night game. So yeah, uh, be right back. Ever see an untucked button-down shirt? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall to the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50 plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is so easy to use, they even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com, use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. Support for Blue Wire comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And let's be honest, guys, we've all had that experience where you get down there, you're trying to make things look nice for the honeys, and things go wrong. Maybe you try a razor or a blade that wasn't quite right, and you end up hurting yourself a little bit down there, and there's no worse feeling than having a little pain down there. And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. It's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chaffing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BLUEWIRE. And we're 
back and joining me finally finally i feel like it's been forever my buddy here my dog my 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 bro kenny king jr man what is going on man what it do bro it's been a minute man sorry been a uh, while you know life life happens it comes life at you happens. quick and uh i'm here i'm here to i'm here to celebrate this dub so let's get it let's go i'm telling you normally i'd tell you cody podcast and then the rest of your life but since we did get a win i'll, I'll give you a, a free pass i'll let you just so the listeners know it seems like kenny king only wants to come out here after a win but it's all right man i understand fair weather hey, fans man. it's all good man i was here i was here last <laughs> week after we got beat by the texans <laughs> i yeah. didn't come on Oh, wait, no, I didn't come on after we got beat by the Texans. No, you didn't, I got, see? I got evacuated because of a fire. Yeah, well, you know what? That's life, though. That comes after the podcast. I'm telling you, it comes after <laughs> you, it comes at you fast. I had no power. What can I say? <laughs> well, either way, I don't care what it is because I'm happy to have you back, bro. Hell and yeah. Tell me, dude. Uh, it was the first home game in a long time. I'm pretty jealous of people being there. I know you weren't there. Were you? Ah, oh, dude. I was just itching. I want it's like the second home opener. You know what I mean? It was like it dude. was like a redo. Oh man, I I'm so jealous of people that went, bro. So this is how it went down. So I had actually planned on going to this game and mm-hmm. uh I went on I went on to the website and made sure I had my tickets and everything and then I realized that my tickets had sold. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, snap." And this was probably about a week ago. Uh-huh. And then like a couple days later, I got a check in the mail for my tickets. And I was like, well, okay, cool. We'll just use that money for, you know, Thursday night. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things. I had people calling me left and right. Yo, where you at? Where you at? I'm like, <laughs> on the couch watching the game. What's good? And then. <laughs> Count my money. Know, <laughs> I, and at the end of the game, I couldn't sit down. I could not sit nah. down. Uh, my son, God bless his soul, pushed the power button on the, DV, on the DVR Ooh. thing with a minute 20 left on the clock. Ooh, hoo, hoo. I never yeah. yelled his name so loud before in my life, and he kind of just looked at me, and he knew he he, he knew he done messed up. <laughs> I turned it back on right as we got the stop, so it was it was wonderful. It was great. Okay, so just in time, at least luckily. But thank God, if you didn't have enough heart attacks, there's another one to tack onto the game, right? Seriously, hey, you know what? It's like my doctor says. It's a good thing that I have a really strong heart and good cholesterol and even though i'm a big dude like i take care of myself so because i I probably would have died today (laughs) oh shoot man i'm telling you it's bad it was rough um but we got now a lot of phone calls just like you kitty king they like to show up after a win so uh (laughs) you ready to take some of these phone calls man no doubt Cody, Kenny King, this is uh, the Noob 619 here in San Diego. What up? Yo, man. It feels good to win, but mm-hmm. to, that defense is killing me. <laughs> hey, man. I'm going to have a heart attack. Um, yeah, I know. It just feels good. Now we got to go play against, uh, in a short week, against the Chargers. Ain't Bro, no thing. I hope we win. That defense is not going to help us out. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Doing good. All right, you guys have a good one. Better nation. Hey, they showed up when we needed them too. All right. Hey, you know, can somebody just hit Philip Rivers in his mouth a couple times and you know <laughs> knock him off his knock him off his rocker and I think we'll be okay. But yeah, I mean, the defense bend but don't break. I guess I, I'll, I'll say that. Yo, what's up, Cody? 
What's up, Kenny King? Yo. I know y'all are feeling well tonight after this dub. Yep. Just got it. Stop. I just wanted to talk about Derek Dime Carr. <laughs> yeah. Not only do we not win that game without him, Derek we're Dimes. not even in the game without him. So I hope Raiders need to relax. And just enjoy the win, man. Feels great. Back to 500. Got the Chargers coming on a Thursday night. You know, we won above 500, which was super dope. But I'm just going to play this win. And I just got a question. It's with regard to Twitter, guys. At what point did it become so cool to, like, it became uncool to root for your team and be a <laughs> Like, bro, I'm Raiders fans. I'm Raiders 24-7 all day. Yep. My guy's chance to prop my guys up. Uh, I guess what other team, of course, would have brought my guys on. That's what being a fan is. Thank I you. Know, I've seen Twitter, man. It's really frustrating. And uh, I guess when I think about the real fan versus the home, I don't get it. Oh. Anyways, I'm enjoying this stuff. It feels good. Have a night. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Now, he, he, I don't think he said his name, but that was OG Todd Monday. I can tell by two things. I could tell by one his opinion. <laughs> two, <I already> know. <laughs> two. <laughs> I can tell by actually, yeah, quite a few things. One his opinion, one his energy, or two his energy, and three that call quality because that call quality is trash every time. <laughs> OG Tom Monday, dude's like, oh, is this, is this like the last dude ever that still has cricket? Is cricket still a thing? <laughs> this guy's calling me with a cricket phone right now, man. I'm That's telling like he's you, he's on the burner right now. He's on the burner phone. Call Raider Cody podcast. Man, OG Todd Monday. But yeah, um, my opinion on realistic versus Homer fans, Kenny King, if you want to chime in too. But uh, I-, I think we need them to make the world go around. Is it annoying sometimes? Yeah, but it's all good, man. We're still a fan base. And hopefully, um, I want to just categorize them as to fans that I know that want to win and are happy when we win and fans that for some reason still can't enjoy a win. That's whenever I have an issue, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we all want the team to win. I mean, if we're a fan of the team, you want the team to win. I hope what, so. What strikes me as odd is when people get mad at somebody else for being more fanatical than somebody else. You know, that's that is the definition of a fan. It's short for fanatic. People express their fanaticism in different ways. Some people are homers about it. Some people are, you know, extremely realistic about it. Some people are delusional about it. And I think at the end of the day, you need all of that to make it go around. There's obviously a lot more toxicity in this fan base, but that's Raider Nation. Yeah. You know, Raider Nation was built off of misfits, miscreants, cast offs, people that don't that aren't supposed to fit in into the society's norms. So guess what? The fan base is going to be the same way. And on Twitter, you're going to see it. And there, if there's something that you don't like, guess what? There's this beautiful thing called mute. There's a beautiful thing called block <laughs> and use it. <laughs> I love it. Fanaticism. I'm going to use that. My fanaticism right now is at all time high. Speaking for yourself, speaking for myself and only for myself. This does not reflect uh, the words or actions of Raider nation. I am my own entity. Um, my words do not reflect. Kenny King Jr., RaidersBeat.com. <laughs> do I, do I got to start using that now? Is that what it's come down to? Like, is, is my Twitter account there. real talk now? Is my Twitter account real talk? No, it's not. No, it's not. no. 
It's not. Don't don't take me to that level. I'm not that bad. I'm just a little crazy. <laughs> uh, we got uh, a good, uh, quite a bit of phone calls here, Kenny King. So we're just gonna buzz through these suckers. Let's um, go. Waste no time. What's up, Kenny King Jr. Jada Cody. What up, Mike from Boise, Idaho, sitting in the Coliseum. Red Mike. Savoring this win. In the Coliseum. Uh, let's go. Yeah, he went to the game. He, was he preaching? Yeah, a little concerned <laughs> about that Charger defense coming up on Thursday, but gonna savor this one. Go to the next one, man. Raider Nation for life, baby. Scream my face off. Hope you can hear me. Later. Let's go. Oh, we can let's hear you. Go. <laughs> oh, we hear you. What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? This is Eddie again. Eddie Banks. Oh, man, what a win. What a Eddie win. Eddie Banks. We <laughs> got the job done. Thank God. Sigh of relief. A little, little buzzing going on. <laughs> Sunday afternoon. And why not? And why not? <laughs> why not? All right, man. You guys have a good one. This guy's about to make himself a sound drop right now. Hey, so wait. So is Eddie Bangs buzzing with the boys then? <laughs> buzzing with the boys. <laughs> we got Will Compton buzzing with the boys. Is, is, is Eddie going to be buzzing with the boys? He's buzzing with the boys. <laughs> what is up, guys? Mark here at 509 Raider on Twitter. What up, Mark? Talk to you guys every once in a while on there. Uh, my little Raider was sick today, so I couldn't get out to the local Raider bar here. In oh, town, man. But uh, I may just have to stay home from here on out because apparently got something going there. Yeah, stay home. Uh, as far as the game, Car and Jake is balling out. Just definitely need it was quite a shootout between uh, Detroit and uh, Oakland because there ain't no D. Anyways, <laughs> appreciate you guys doing everything you do, making a good show for all of us out here. Uh, and the best part is we only got four more days for some more Raider football. Yeah. So let's get on to Victory Monday. Go Raiders. <laughs> I like that. Detroit and Oakland. Hope your little Detroit. Raider gets better soon, man. Raiders! If this ain't Rue, this better be Rue. Hardcore Raider. Oh, it's Hardcore Raider. Hardcore Raider. <laughs> Kenny King, what up, Cody? Yeah. Man, we just got the dub, man. We needed this win bad. Uh, you know, the, the Lions aren't, you know, they're not the Lions of old. Like, we, we played a really good team. And this is, like, to me, the first the first week all season we've played four quarters of football. Um, actually, I might even say last two or three years. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, we've seen this team fight. And we had to fight until every second ticks off that clock, you know? It just goes to show that, you know, no game is over until it's over. No yeah. matter if you're ahead or if you're behind. Um, Derek Carr is playing really good. I mean, he's playing solid. This this team, we, we're starting to see these young guys starting to click. They're starting to operate as one unit, and that's huge. We can pull off some wins, uh, you know, come December. We'll, we'll see what kind of team we have. And uh, with that unity and with uh, us uh, working as one unit, that's going to be huge for us. So, you know. Uh, I'm really excited about the future of where, uh, you know, the franchise is going and where this team can go, you know. No doubt. Uh, I'm not claiming, you know, too much yet, you know, as one win, but we got to stack these together. We're competing against good teams, and uh, we're seeing progress. Oh, so, claim it. Claim uh, it. Say I'm the playoffs. a lot of positive things. From Say playoffs. Team. Come on. I have seen a long time. <laughs> and uh, helping each other up, being positive, all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, Cody, man, you wanted some uh, authentic hardcore Raider, man. I Here we go. You, then you're – you're, you're backtracking a little bit. Uh, you know, I still love you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll tone it down a notch, you know, but I will say this, man. What did I tell you guys last week? I said, stop feeling sorry for yourself, right? Yeah. Well, it just goes to show, man. It ain't over until it's over. Yeah. Just like I said, there's a lot of positivity coming at this. And if you guys, dude, we've all struggled, man, in, in this game and, and being a Raider fan. But 
you know what? That's why that's why I bring that fire. That's why I bring that passion. And that's why, you know, uh, I'm going to be doing my own YouTube thing to help motivate people to, you know, fight those demons and to stay motivated. So check it out. We're going to be bringing on guests just like we were on the previous platform. There we go. We're just going a little bit different direction. And uh, I'll have some short vids, uh, motivation. Maybe I'll do uh, something for King King, some pre-game speeches in there and stuff Let's like go. that for you guys. And uh, we'll still be bringing on some awesome guests. So love you guys. Stay positive. Uh, one Nation, Raider Nation, hard career out. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, that dude ain't motivation, man. That is uh, like pre-workout in a person. That dude is for like real, man. To go. Hardcore Raiders always fire, man. Just always fire, always on. Let's go. And he had some good feedback last week when he brought the real hardcore Raider. Dude, the dude's got some energy, man. Straight up. Raider. <laughs> What's going on? Here? Oh, man, does that feel good to get a win in Oakland? Yeah. <laughs> man, does it feel good to win. I'll tell you what, man, people don't, I don't understand how people can't see it, but car is the future. And, man, oof, it's just so good to watch this team win. And you know what is this? Uh, cars. I don't know how many game-winning drives this is for cars. Eighteen. He's on fire. <laughs> no big deal. And uh, defense still needs work. Still does. Yeah. If uh, we would have lost today, I think this would have been Paul Gunther's uh, last game. But man, let's keep the streak rolling. Um, if we look at the schedule, man, like nobody is going to be better than us. And I think this is our opportunity to go at least twelve. 12 and 4, maybe Let's go. 11 and 5. Let's go. Speak it. So. <laughs> but, man, let's just keep the streak rolling. Let's have a good one. Love it. You didn't state your name, so make sure you state your name next time, dang it. All right? Don't be calling in here nameless. Gosh dang it. Gosh dang it. Freaking. Freaking nameless callers. What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? That's my guy. Mr. Ooh. Price is right fame. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is Raider Roo from Logan, Utah. Roo. Well, Cody, you and I have already talked, but yeah. I still wanted to call in. <laughs> I'm still pretty happy about that. I don't care how, it, how crazy it was and you know, <laughs> trying to give me a heart attack every time. Yeah. But a win is a win. I'm happy. keeps us alive and moving in the West. It keeps us alive and moving in all aspects. And uh, this man, defense is frustrating, but they had a couple times. They found a way to make time. How about Carl Joseph, of all people, making a play on fourth down. With the suplex? For the game, for the win. Wow. Joseph <laughs> got player, up, huh? too. And I still don't love that timeout. I don't know who called it or why they called it. Yeah. Don't love it, but we came out with the win. So that's good. Don't care. And uh, I can pat myself on the back a little bit. Okay. Because <laughs> I said the key for the Waiters winning is good teams. And the Lions, while not a great team, are a good team, is to score more than 24 points. Because before Boom. this game, I had a... Five of the seven games we played, the offense put up 24 points. The two out, the three outliers being two against the two losses against uh, Kansas City and Minnesota, and then the one against the Colts where we scored 31 total, but the offense put up 24. But anyways, with the defense the way it is, we know what it is. They're going to struggle against good quarterbacks. Yeah. Not the offense is a fault when they don't score more, but if they don't score more than 24, we're going to have a hard time winning. That's just the way our defense is. Anyways, super happy for the win. All right, guys, go Raiders. Rue, I'm telling you, I love it. And that's a good point you made, Kenny King. It's not that you're we're putting more blame on the offense or putting blame on the offense for not winning the game, but we just kind of now have that little imaginary line that we know they need to cross to right. keep up with what the defense is going to give up. Um, right. I mean, you look at you look at some of the teams around the league that don't have that good of a defense, and that's what they do. 
you know, and I'm not going to yeah. name some of the teams because I'm not going to give them praise. Uh, them. But, you know, you see that team that has a guy that likes ketchup. Uh, you see the guy at the team with the guy that does a discount double check. Uh, you know, that's what they, you got to do is you got to put up more points than, than the other team. I mean, obviously, you got to put up more points than the other team to win anyways. But you have yeah. to put up more than 24 points to win that game because, you know, your defense isn't always going to get those stops. Now, one thing I will say about the D-man, they came up when it mattered. Worley with the big yeah. interception in the end zone. Joseph with that big stop. Farrell. Getting in his face, getting in Stafford's That's pressure, face, and man. helping to make a play, and, and back-to-back stops on the run. So yeah, you know the defense stepped up when it mattered, and at the end of the day, we got the dub, and that's what matters. We got the dub. <laughs> All right, hey, we'll take it. We got. I don't know what else was said, but I got to go Raiders out of it. So I got to go. Hey, I'm happy. Whoever's whoever's daughter that was that you uh, forced to call, <laughs> shout out to her for doing it. I don't think she knows how many people are going to listen to her right there. So hopefully, uh, you know, prepare her a little, give her like a like a uh, what do they call those? Uh, like an active. They need a uh, a script. Give her a little script or something to read off of. Now, Kenny, you know how to do it. Give them, give them some tricks. How do you get Layla to do it? Uh, bribes, right? You bribe her. Candy. Yeah, editing candy. Uh, bribery. Yeah. Uh, and then just, you know, let her know that there's tons of recognition because she, she yeah. really likes that. So There we go. Popularity. That's the key. What's up, Raider Cody, man, and uh, Kenny King. What's up? Uh, the Lonnie Shipman calling in from uh, Ranch Cucamonga, man. Yeah. What up, Lonnie? And uh, gosh, man, I just had to call in and uh, just make the one comment. I mean, there's a lot of different comments, a lot of different observations about the game. But the one thing about Carr today was just watching him extend a lot of plays, yeah. um, you know, on his feet. And I know that's something that's been sorely needed. And uh, it's something that uh, obviously is going to be uh, a factor in getting these W's, uh, especially having to deal with uh, the uh, <laughs> inadequacies in the old defense there. But anyway, man, just wanted to shout out Raider Nation and just, yeah. you know, what a hell of a win. And uh, looking forward to uh, Thursday. I'm rolling up there to see the game, and uh, maybe I'll run you guys up there. But uh, uh, no questions, man. Just wanted to kind of uh, give some love right there, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be catching up. All right, I'll take care. Later. There we go. Did he say he was going to the Thursday game? Is that He'll what he said? Be there right at the now? Thursday game. Let's go. That's uh, Thursday night football. Let's go. Four days away, right? What is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, Thursday. Four days away. Let's get it. It's almost time already. We went from no games. For four, 48, 49 days to three games in a span of 10 days or something what like a, that. I'm not, well, I can't math right now. It's okay. I can't math ever, but hey, <laughs> you got me fired up. <laughs> what's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? This is Eddie again. <laughs> Eddie, what's Ooh, up? Eddie's a little uh, slower right now. He is buzzing with the boys. Buddy, I didn't get to finish what I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, what was that? Card. 18th game winning, passing Kenny. No big deal. Man. That kid, well, that man, that was, what, like 26, <laughs> 27? But, man, he's, he's an animal. Hunter Renfro, bright future. Bright future, man. But, hey, we got a bright future ahead of us, too. Next year in Vegas, with two first-round picks. Hey, Chicago needs a quarterback. Why not trade <laughs> the first-rounder? Back, back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking around. I know it's not gonna happen. But hey, it is what it is. 
Love you guys. What you guys doing, man? See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got nothing. Oh, man. Eddie Bangs. He's buzzing with the boys right now. What's up, Raider Cody? Katie King. Here we go. There he is. Sorry for not getting a chance to call in. I am at work now on Sunday night, so I got to keep it quiet. Can't forget it. Raider! <laughs> <laughs> yes. what a win, man. Defense came in at the end after having a pretty bad game. We did get a good amount of turnovers. Freaking love nice. Dustin. Derek Carr was slinging it. He He's was dealing it. Nah, he screw it. like a freaking <sighs> QB. Did that look like trash, Ed Reed? Not really. Not at all. <laughs> hey, careful. Ed Reed's a Hall of Famer. In a good way this time, let's go onto the Chargers. Let's kick their butts. And you guys have a great Sunday. Peace out, guys. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna, one, I guess I'm notching that one, even without the slogan, even without the on to the next one. Oh god! I'm gonna put that. I mean, I might notch that as his best call ever. Is that Dustin's best call that we've ever had? That's that's the best call for sure. Yeah, it tops, that that tops his drunk call. Yeah, that tops his drunk call for sure. He was way too nice in his drunk call. Right now, he had a little like authority. You see that? Yeah, he's like authority. Yeah, dude. I ain't supposed oh, to be a lot him. of work. Screw that. I <laughs> oh, love it. All right, Kenny King, that wraps up our phone calls, man. Uh, I'm tired of wasting some time, dude. You ready to chop it up in some real talk? Man, always ready. Let's go. Man, it's felt like it's been forever since I've been on this mic with a little real talk. So what's up, Cody? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, but how you feeling? I'm feeling it, bro. It's been, I mean, I know you enjoy real talk more than anyone else, but uh, this is kind of my little uh, let go. This is kind of where you, you after the game, you sit down with your boy and you just, you know, kind of chop things up a little bit. And I'm ready to see what this one has in store, Kenny King. So what what's going down this week? How you feeling after this big Detroit Lions win? Man, I'm feeling great. I think that everything about this game was was something that had a little bit of something for everybody, you know? It was suspenseful. It was exciting. It was sad at times. Like, there was seriously every emotion that you could feel in this game, and I'm just glad that we came out victorious in the, in, in the city of Oakland, in front of Raider Nation, in our first game back in seven weeks against the Detroit Lions team that wasn't that bad, but was talking a whole lot leading up to this game. Funny how that works, huh? Funny how that works. You know what? There was a lot of chatter from a lot of people this week leading up to this game. One in particular, current Hall of Fame safety. And at one time, I'd say maybe my favorite defensive back that was not a Raider, Ed Reed, decided to throw a little shade at our quarterback. Do you have any comments on what Ed Reed said? I got I got a few things to say, but... Yeah, man, look. Yes, Ed Reed, you're a Hall of Famer. yes. Okay, you, your your opinion is valued, but at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's an opinion. Now, it could also be an opinion that Joe Flacco is trash, but it's also fact. Joe, Fac- <laughs> Joe Flacco may be the worst quarterback to ever win the Super Bowl, and he only won that Super Bowl because of your defense. Because he had you, he had Ray Lewis, and he had everybody else on that defense to win that game. And, and on top of that, you guys were playing against a Colin Kaepernick that you said was better than Derek Carr, 
Yet that Colin Kaepernick threw a fade to Michael Crabtree three times in the end zone and overthrew him when that was Carr's favorite pass to Crabtree. And how many times they connect on those? Yep. That's what I'm so, saying, bro. Yeah, no, look. I'm not taking anything away from Ed. And dude's a Hall of Famer. He's a gold jacket where he's obviously done a lot more than I have in my career. But at the same time, <laughs> to sit there and say that a, a starting quarterback is trash and has been for a long time, but now he's playing good, it just it doesn't it doesn't fit the narrative because he's trying to say that Kaepernick could would have a better spot on the team when Kaepernick hasn't played football in almost three years now. Yeah, I think what I'm disappointed in most of all is Ed Reed, who has put himself on such a high pedestal. Just from his game alone. I mean, he's easily changed the game as a safety. He's probably the best safety to ever play football. Um, you know, Charles Woodson, of course, being the best defensive back. But Ed, Ed Reed being the best safety that changed football. To have to go out and say something like that about kind of like technically still kind of a colleague. You know what I mean? Just because he's not in the NFL anymore. I mean, this is just another one of your players, man. Just because you guys aren't really teammates or buddies doesn't mean you got to go on some talk show and call that player trash like what what do you gain out of that is that really like your opinion or are you just trying to throw shade like were you just trying to prove a point like that's what i i just don't get that like it was it's just uncalled for i, think I mean he you was could, drunk oh i mean i know he was drunk I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but still you know but it's like ah oh, man it, it, that whole thing just irks me i mean uh, but you know what i'll I, tell you what i'm sure that Derek heard it because he definitely played like he was not yeah. trash yeah I mean, I know, uh, that you know, kind of whatever, stuff's been whatever it was, whatever, you know, whatever it is, Carr came out with his hair on fire and balled out today. And we got to we got to give praise or praises due. And what I want to do in this in this little bit of real talk is I want to give some praise where praise is due. Oh, you okay. know, I want to say good job to Derek Carr. Yeah, boy, balled out. I want to say good job to that rookie class. All of them. Every single one of them. Especially, especially. Hunter Renfro, Foster oh. Moreau, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. And let's not forget Alec Ingold. Yeah, my missile. Boy. And you know what? I'm just – we look at this and we look at this win and this offense is clicking. They're on – they're clicking on all four cylinders and they are rolling. They're moving the ball. They're getting it downfield. They're scoring. The play calling has been great. The adjustments that we've been making have been fantastic. Uh, and you see, like I said earlier, the defense is is showing a bend but don't break. And I, I know that fans, we want to see the defense play better. We want to see these shutouts. And obviously, we all want to see that. We, we don't want to be stressed out every game. But I think that the fact that the defense is coming up huge when it matters yeah. is, is speaking for something. If we can get more of that, if we can get more of these stops – then we're going to be in a good position. I think that we can start talking about playoffs after this week because first things first, we got to beat the Chargers. So to beat the Chargers, Kenny King, what do we have in store for that one, man? Woo! All right, here's what we got. You've got the sense. Oh, I'm sorry, not San Diego Chargers anymore. They got kicked out of there. <laughs> um, you have the L.A. Chargers coming up to Oakland. Uh, they'll probably get kicked out of there too. <laughs> yeah, man. the the way that the way they style at that stadium, uh, I don't know if they're going to be in LA much longer. But they're going to come up here and they're going to they're going to try to bully us around. They've got a great pass rush. You know that that Bosa kid, he's pretty good. Now I don't know how Trent Brown's going to be next week, but for us it's next man up. And David Sharp played a pretty good game today. And if Brown's not ready, then Sharp's got to be ready to go. 
Hopefully we'll have Rodney Hudson back. But if we don't, Andre James got to be ready to go. And we're going to have to run that ball down their throats using Josh Jacobs again. And we're going to have to throw that ball down the field. Derek Carr is going to have to light them up. But what we're going to need to do is we're going to need to shut down Philip Rivers and his 17,000 children. We're going to need to shut down Melvin Holdout Gordon. And we're going to have to shut down Keenan Allen. Because you know what? We're going to come and play. It's going to be Thursday night football in the Bay for the last time. And we're going to take the Chargers out, take all the power out, and get it, Raider Nation. Man, my guy Kenny King was bringing it tonight. Of course, you know, taking whatever it's been. It's been, shoot, two weeks now since he's been on the pod. So, uh, yeah, he had a lot of energy. He had a lot of emotion to get out there. It was awesome. This is the win that we're talking about, guys. This is some good energy to feed off of. We're 4-4. Four and four. We're a 500 team right now. We're going into two more home games. we got a short week. So for all the fans that were there at the game this week, going again Thursday, bring that same energy. Bring that same exact energy. Be ready to go. Get there fired up because we need this. If we're going to rally this thing in the playoffs, we need to win these next two games. Let's go. I mean, imagine we're 6-4. and four. Anything could be done at 6-4. and four. I mean, let's start you know, one game at a time. Let's get 5-4 and four first. Let's take out these Chargers uh, as we usually do in Oakland, man. I hate Phillip Rivers. So let's bring that same energy, Raider Nation. Appreciate you guys sitting here tuning in. Uh, remember, I got my premium content fired up and rolling. Sign up for that, RaiderCody.com. Look for the red premium buttons. It's only 99 cents to try it. Try it out for 99 cents. After that, it's $5 a month. But you can try that for 99 cents. If you don't like it, you can cancel it. Just a $1 purchase. Um, I've already dropped four episodes. So between it, I mean, you should be getting probably five episodes a week uh, between both podcasts. Uh, so yeah, um, and even with the phone calls now, make sure you guys are getting involved. 808-650-7220. Phone number is also on the website. Go to RaiderCody.com. There's a call podcast button. You can call me right off the website or just save the number in your contacts like a normal person. 808-650-7220. Uh, but other than that, Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for enjoying this win. We're 4-4. Four and four. Keep this thing rolling. Enjoy our short victory week, and we'll be ready for the whatever they are, something, wherever they're playing now, StubHub Center, Chargers. So, yeah, Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in. I will see you guys Friday.
Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. reported three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.